0: Welcome to the Master Your Body podcast. This is a podcast for anyone who is interested in improving the way their body looks, feels and moves. Working on your body can be incredibly difficult, but also very confusing and overwhelming. In this podcast, we'll separate the good stuff from the time wasters, giving you only the most valuable, useful and actionable content to help you make progress and master your body. So whether it's building muscle and strength, losing body fat, feeling fitter, healthier, or improving your mental health, we'll cover it all here on the Master Your Body podcast. If you want more great content to help you build your body and mind, you can follow me personally on Instagram at andyclements01 or on YouTube, I'm Andy Clements. My name is Andy Clements and welcome to the Master Your Body podcast. What's going on everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Master Your Body Podcast. My name is Andy Clements and I believe we are up to episode number 68 today, um, which is cool. And today I want to talk to you a little bit about how to um, spend a limited amount of time in the gym. And I'm going to assume, just for argument's sake, that you have four hours per week spending the gym, which is obviously... um, not a bad amount of time, but it's a limited amount of time and you need to be um, aware of how to get the most out of that time. Now, this is almost a little bit of a follow-up to the last episode, episode 67, which was a very in-depth episode about where to start with fat loss. It was probably the longest one I've done on this podcast. I think it's about 45 minutes long. So if you um, have listened to that, then great, you'll be prepared for this one. If not, then I'll kind of summarize. It's basically just the um, uh, basics of everything you need to know in order to start um, a fat loss program and be successful with it. Um, and we're going to go in a little bit more detail on the training aspect of it today. Um, again, this, this is probably still um, uh, applicable to a muscle building goal you know, but um, I think that probably the people who are going to benefit from this most people who are trying to lose body fat or trying to recomp the body a little bit, you know, build muscle and lose fat at the same time um, and have a limited amount of time spent in the gym um, so I don't have any notes for this today, I don't have any any preparation, so if this goes off at the deep end um, and stops making sense, then you know why uh, but hopefully, and it will, hopefully it'll um, it'll make a lot of sense and, and it'll be helpful for you if you have a limited amount of time spending in the gym and want to know the, the wisest Way to spend it now. Before I get started on this, um, I do have um, more detail on the things I'm going to talk about on my YouTube channel, um, which can be found at Andy Clements. Um, I'm not sure; I don't think it has a proper address. You know, I think it's just um, just YouTube search Andy Clements, and it, and it should come up, um, and you should sort of find my channel that way. Um, so you can go and look at some of the most popular videos on there, which is sort of training program. Um, Related and uh, get some information there. But basically, what I want to talk about, like I say, is is let's say you've got four hours per week to spend in the gym. How should you spend that to get the most bang for your buck? How should you spend that to get the biggest return on investment when it comes to um, building a better body, whether that's through fat loss or muscle building or uh, probably preferentially both? So in my opinion... The biggest consideration that you have to, I kind of alluded to it there a minute ago, but the biggest consideration when it comes to um, a limited amount of time per week to spend in the gym is um, the return on investment you're going to get per um, exercise or per hour or whatever per session, right? Um, You want to get a big return on investment for each exercise that you do. So, If you've got a limited amount of time to spend in the gym, a limited amount of energy and resources to spend in the gym per week, then it doesn't make sense to spend all your time doing really um, um, isolation-based, small, fancy exercises that might be, you know, (laughs) sexy to farm in the likes on Instagram, but don't actually bring you that much return on investment, right? Because you'll have to add a lot of those little, um, fluffy exercises in in order to um, achieve a decent return on investment, which is going to take a long time. It's going to take a couple of hours per session, you know, to add all these exercises in to get the same Return on investment for your time and for your energy input um, than a like a big um, heavy duty compound exercise would. So that's the first consideration: is you want to make sure that you're using big compound movements. Now, I, I would hope it would go without saying, people that have listened to this podcast before, that. All of the um, things I'm going to explain here are weight training related. I'm not going to tell you to get on a a fucking cross trainer or a treadmill. You know, so whether your goal is muscle building or fat loss, the advice is the same in terms of training. Work your muscles. So it's all weight training focused. Um, So in that that, that regard, make sure that you are uh, doing big compound movements with weights, right? Now... (sighs) let's zoom out a little bit and and, and sort of say what kind of um, approach should you follow in terms of a program, right? There's two that I recommend. The first one is um, what I recommend generally to complete beginners um and this tends to be a full body workout and i spoke about this on youtube and in podcasts before and stuff like that so you may or may not have heard me speak about this but if it's your first time listening then obviously you probably won't have heard me speak about this but if you're a complete beginner or you're relatively inexperienced in the gym then my uh preference for those kinds of people is always to do a full body approach always 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 to do a full body approach um because you just don 't have especially if you 're a beginner, you just don 't have that tolerance built up to weight training yet um, in order to tolerate big heavy duty sessions, therefore you 're going to end up being sore after your workouts you know that 's just you know a sort of common knowledge you know if you go in and you do a big heavy leg day or you do an arm day or you do a shoulder day or a chest day or whatever, then you can expect if you 've never trained before or you 've got very little experience training that you will be um, very uh, poor at recovering from those workouts. You'll be uh, struggling probably if you do a leg day after never for the first time ever, you probably, if it's, it's heavy and it's hard and you train hard, then you're probably going to be struggling for like 10 days <laughs> plus to walk properly until the soreness really, really wears off, you know? Now, not only is that not desirable because nobody wants to fucking have their legs hurting for 10 days, but... Um, you know, it's just it just it just interrupts with your life and it just disrupts your quality of life, you know? Um but also if you're interested in actually developing that muscle, which you should be if your goal is muscle building, but you also should be if your goal is fat loss, because developed muscle um aids in in boosting your metabolism and aids in fat loss indirectly as well. Um Uh, And if you're interested in developing that muscle, you need to be interested in getting in and training that muscle as often as possible, um, which is probably multiple times per week in an ideal world. Now, if you're so sore that you can barely sit on the toilet and you can barely walk upstairs properly, you ain't going to be doing any squats anytime soon, you know, because it it just ain't going to happen. You're going to be doing a little bit of light stretching and, and maybe some, like um, hot baths and red light therapy or whatever you can do to get, get your hands on recovery, but you ain't going to be, you ain't going to be getting back in the gym and doing squats anytime soon. So I would avoid doing really specified workouts. If you're a beginner, whether your goal is fat loss or muscle building. Now, um, what to do instead? So, so the, 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 full body workout approach tends to be at more of a sort of a little and often approach so instead of going into the gym on Monday and doing a heavy leg session and not being able to walk, walk until the following Monday and then doing another one what you're going to do instead is you're going to come in on Monday and you're going to do a little bit of a, 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 a attention on the legs so it might be like a one or two exercise on the legs so an exercise for quads like a, a squat exercises for hamstrings like I don't know a leg curl or a Uh, Some sort of a a hip hinge movement or something like that, Um, which again, the squats and the hip hinge movements are compound lifts, so they're big, heavy, multi-joint, multi-muscle movements that you're getting big return on investment for. Uh, but they will be all, the only leg movements you do over the entire session the other movements might be stuff like um uh, you know bent over rows or, or some sort of rowing movement for your back uh, pull down movements for your lats uh, pressing movements for your shoulders for your chest um you know all sorts of different stuff like that that's going to give attention to your whole body Um, so that's the first consideration. The second consideration is uh, big compound lifts and probably for beginners, a full body approach. Now for complete beginners, um, who've never been in the gym before, I recommend an approach called German body composition training, which, um, quite simply is just, um, upper and lower body supersets. So if you don't know what a superset is, that basically just means two exercises back to back where you'll do uh you know one exercise um do that for i don't know 10 reps or 12 reps or whatever and then you'll go straight into another exercise um and do 10 or 12 reps of that and then you'll rest okay and that'd be what we call a superset now um, the German body composition style basically uh, dictates that you do a um, an upper body exercise, for example, you know a bent over row or a shoulder press, and then you go straight into a lower body exercise without any rest. Um, for example, a squat or a leg press or um, a leg curl or something like that, right? And um, what that does is it uh, allows you to create some sort of intensity through the speed of your workout without needing the heavy loading that uh, you'll need further on when you're more experienced. Because the thing when you're starting out in the gym is you need to dedicate a certain amount of time to actually learning how to train right so you know you're actually learning how to train safely learning how to train um, with accuracy so you can actually feel what you're doing before you start complicating the equation by throwing loads of weight at the <laughs> at your body right which is is not what you're going to want to do from the get go you're going to want to spend some time and actually learn the skill of training which is a continuous development over the entire time you you're in the gym you know from from day 1 to 15 20 years from now if you choose to carry on that long it's it's always a thing we should be working on developing and it's always a thing we should be working on getting better at Um, but in the first few weeks first few months it's definitely a new thing and we need to lay down the neurological hardware to be able to uh, uh, connect the brain to the body and move in very specific ways um, and you don't want loading complicating that equation. So, but the gym body composition basically allows us to get a good workout in through the uh, volume and through the uh, uh, you know the the sort of amount of work you're doing without rest so you're getting a lot of blood in that area and you're getting your heart rate up and you're getting your lungs working and things like that um without having to rely on the loading to create the intensity as well so you're getting good workouts in without the risk of injury is the point so that's what i recommend for complete beginners when you've once you've moved out of that you can start to move on to a more a sort of a slower paced approach and use loading as the the way to generate intensity so you can you you can start lifting heavier weights um but you know that that comes sort of after the other um approach the other uh workout style for want of a better word there um is generally what i would reserve for um more uh, slightly more advanced people who have um Little bit more experience in the gym and know the basic movements of how to train. So, if that's you, then this is probably more suited to you. And again, a full body workout would still be okay for you, you know. Um, you could still utilize that and, um, you know, have a, a sort of a, a slower paced, heavier, um, compound lift centric full body workout four times a week if you chose that. Um, but if you want to be a little bit more specific, I would recommend doing something like an upper body, lower body split where you basically go through and train your upper body on one day and then the next day you come in you train your lower body and then the next time you come in you train your upper body and the next time your lower body and so on and so forth. You can just alternate upper, or lower, upper, lower. So if you've got four work four uh, uh, hours to train per week, so four workouts um, of, of an hour long each, then that's perfect to just do two upper body workouts and two lower body workouts, and um, you know you'll you'll again stick to primarily compound lifts in that, and you can sprinkle a little bit of isolation work here and there at the ends of the workouts if you want, and that's sometimes what I, I call like fluffy exercises and stuff, and it, I, I I make fun of them a little bit, but they're still necessary in small amounts, um, but they are you know given the choice between a, an isolation movement like. Uh, I don't know a leg extension versus a compound movement like a squat um, you know uh, whether it's a machine squat or a barbell squat or a dumbbell squat whatever it is there's no competition because the the return you're going to get on the time investment you're putting in from a squat is is magnitudes higher than the return on the investment from the leg extension that doesn't mean a leg extension is unnecessary or it's not helpful it just means that if you only have time to do one the answer is obvious you do the squat right or the leg press, or the the compound movement over the isolation movement. Um, uh, And again, I don't want to be misinterpreted there, like the isolation movements have their place. I use them myself, I use them with clients, but um, I'm just highlighting the importance of the return on investment you're going to get from the bigger movements. So, yeah, that's that's generally my thoughts on how you should uh, spend a limited amount of time in the gym. Compound movements, either a full-body approach or an upper-lower approach. Um, Don't mess about too much with the fluffy exercises, with the bicep curls, with the side raises, with the leg extensions. You know, either have their place... But if you only have a limited amount of time, I wouldn't overload your workouts with those things. Um, I would also make sure that the bulk of what you're doing is weight training, even if fat loss is your goal. Uh, because that, the, the, the weight training is going to improve muscle mass. The muscle mass is going to improve your overall metabolic rate. Your overall metabolic rate is how many calories you burn at rest. Um, And if we can burn more calories at rest, then we have a much easier chance uh, or a much greater chance of losing body fat at an easier uh, uh, rate or faster rate. So, um, yeah, that's that's basically uh, some brief thoughts. I don't want to keep this podcast too long because the last one was very long and the next one on um, where to start with muscle building will probably be quite long as well. But I just wanted to give you a little sort of a tag on episode to the last one to give you a bit of an idea of how to train when it comes to uh, either losing fat or gaining muscle when you're on a time schedule. Now, I have, like I said before, some more in-depth um, videos on my YouTube channel, which will teach you a little bit more about how to run an upper lower split or how to run a full body workout split i 'm going to be uploading some more advanced ones about push pull leg splits and different things like that as well that you can um, go on and have a little watch and and see what you think there and, and and get an idea for the different kinds of programs and see which one's right for you um, but hopefully, as a bit of an overview, this gave you some ideas and um, gave you some Uh, sort of context on how to spend a limited time in the gym. So I hope you enjoyed that, and I will speak to you next time on the Master Your Body podcast. Cheers. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Master Your Body podcast. Just before you take off, if you enjoyed this episode, I'd love it if you could take a screenshot of it on your phone and add it to your Instagram story to spread the word. If you tag me in it at andyclements01, I'll repost it as well. Don't forget to subscribe for new episodes of the Master Your Body podcast every week and I'll catch you next time for another episode.